0: You're listening to Meditation Magic Podcast, a podcast dedicated to exploring spirituality through guided meditation, card readings, magic, the metaphysical, and more. With me, your host, Brad. Hello, listener. Happy spring and happy Aries season. It is so nice to be entering the spring season where we're finally saying goodbye to winter and slowly transitioning into that warmer weather. In my neck of the woods, it is typically winter until probably like May. Um, It usually snows a lot. However, we have been really lucky these past like two weeks and the weather has been about like 60 degrees here, which is phenomenal. People are out walking, they're out safely, mind you, they're out enjoying the warm weather and it is just fantastic to see the earth slowly coming back to life it just now becomes the question of, was this a tease? Is it going to snow again in April? Or is this maybe perhaps clear sailing? Who knows? But for now, we are grateful for what we got. This episode, we have a lot going on. We have spring has just sprung, and it is now officially airy season, which is my season technically, since that is my sunshine and my rising. And it is also the week of the full moon of March, the worm moon, if you will, and worm being because the rain and the general warm-up brings the wiggly worms in the soil, getting it ready for planting. And it is also the full moon in Libra, and Libra is obviously the sign of balance. It's the scales. So we are going to be doing a meditation this week that involves a balancing, where we're going to kind of look at our internal scales, and I'm going to offer different types of things to think about and, you know, analyze your own internal scale and then give yourself the permission to balance those scales and try and find that equilibrium that we all really want. Before we get into our meditation, though, we are going to do a tarot poll for the full moon and we are also going to kind of just do like a little reflection and I'm going to offer you some possible journal prompts that you could do this month this season to really kind of get your mindset into spring, into that Aries energy of, you know, pushing forward, being direct. I don't want to say aggressive, but like intense. Um, As an Aries myself, I feel like my husband is always thinking that I'm feeling or I'm acting so aggressive or like what I say is aggressive, but I'm not meaning it that way. It's just my personality. It's really direct. And it's probably a little intense for others. I think Aries energy can be really passionate, really playful and youthful. And like with that sometimes comes, you know, that almost impulsiveness or that like short temper that's, you know, it goes off and then it's completely gone. Aries is the first in the Zodiac and it's such a great initiator. So when we do this kind of reflection piece or when we look at these journal questions, they're really going to be examining, you know, who you are in relation to that energy and maybe perhaps even where you can step up your Aries game. Even if you aren't an Aries, a little Aries medicine here or there is great for everyone. If you are looking for a great um, Aries tarot spread, tarot for the wild soul, which is um, done by Lindsay Mack, I believe, I think so. She has a tarot spread for the Aries season that you can do on her Instagram if you're interested. So I recommend that you check it out if you think that is something that you would like to do. Without further ado, why don't we get into our full moon tarot poll. So I kind of created this little one for myself. It's three cards um, and it is to answer three questions. Where am I? What is beginning to stir within me as spring is the season of stirring? When nature begins to stir back to life. And the final one is, what do I need to bring into balance? And that is because this full moon is in Libra, which is the zodiac, um, and their symbol is the scales for balance. They like harmony. Um, So I thought we would add that kind of question into this spread to acknowledge and kind of incorporate the Libra aspect. Now, this can really be listened to and um, done at any time because balance is ever going and ongoing right and in my opinion the way that we're going to do this is you as the listener right now in this moment these cards apply to you just as much as they apply to me and if that doesn't work for you or if you're not interested then by all means just skip ahead to go to our next part where we do our Aries reflection so here we go all right so I'm actually gonna finish shuffling here I'm kind of thinking about it I'm using the Star Spinner Tarot and I really like them. I really like that the lover's cards can be interchanged, which is great for the LGBTQ community. So yeah, all right. Here we got three piles, cut the deck in half. Okay, so our first card for Where Am I? It is the King of Swords. The King of Swords represents clear thinking. It represents um, one who is intellectual. It is the highest in the suit itself. So it is kind of the representation of that power. The suit of swords itself coincides with the element of air, which has to do with communication and mental acuity. So really when we're looking at this card in the sense of where am I right now? To me, I interpret this card as one who is in a really good state Mentally, they're able to think clearly, they are able to really think things through logically. And even I would say, perhaps, with that sense of reason. So it's at this point where you're, I almost want to say like emotions are kind of to the side a little bit. We're really looking at something with logic. So logically, you might be thinking, I know exactly where I am. And I know where I need to be. And with that, sometimes comes the fact that you might be a little detached from what's going on around you, because when you are in that truly rational, logical state of mind, your emotions aren't connecting you necessarily to something else. So really what I'm thinking, I guess, is where we are is we're in this state of we're able to think clearly. Our intellectual capacity is really pushing through right now, and we're thinking with a logical Reason-based mindset. It's interesting because I actually drew this card earlier this week with a different deck entirely too. So look at that. All right, our second card, which is what is beginning to stir within me? What is going to emerge? What's coming up? Kind of reflecting that spring energy. Okay, and our card is the Seven of Wands. The Seven of Wands, especially in this deck as well, it's always someone who kind of is like standing and like ready to, ready to battle, I would say. They're not ready to give in. In fact, they're ready to kind of almost, I would say, like compete. So to me, this card is showing for this spread that we are feeling the stirring of perhaps competition and perhaps kind of having to... Rise to a challenge, so to speak, and it can also mean that we need to persevere. So things may be coming at us, and we're being invited to really stir up that perseverance and know that we can keep pushing forward. And whatever we're doing, we don't need to give up, we don't need to hand it in, we can still keep moving forward. Wands has to do with the element of fire, so it's kind of usually reflective of that fiery passionate energy and that's really what this card is showing it's saying you know that competition that perseverance it is that fieriness the card itself the person isn't looking like they are defeated like they're done in fact they have almost like a smirk or a smile on their face and they're standing in a way that they are ready to tackle what is challenging them the final card of the spread is reflective of the question of what do i need to bring into balance and this card is the Three of Chalices. So this is, in this deck they call it chalices. I know it can be cups, Cups chalices. They are with the element of water. So in the Three of Chalices, it's actually a wonderful card. It's the representation of friendship. It's the representation of celebration and creativity and coming together as a community. So when we're looking at this card and how to bring it into balance, to me, I could interpret this in a couple ways. I could see this as one who needs to maybe reach out to their friendships. Maybe the friendships are being one-sided, or maybe they the individual is feeling perhaps uh, maybe a little distant and they need to balance that and bring that in. Or maybe you have been spending a lot of time with your friends or community and you need to find a way to kind of give yourself some time. So rebalancing it in that respect. Water, in terms of the elements, is usually having to do more so with the emotions and looking a little bit deeper beneath the surface. So really it's analyzing. And this for me is the way that I'm seeing this is that how are your friendships? How is your relation with your community? How is it balancing with who you are as an individual? Is it overpowering? Is it not enough? Or is it something to celebrate? Should we celebrate the balance that we have already achieved? So as I'm saying this to you, think about it in that respect too. And again, I'm also an amateur tarot reader, so take all of this with a grain of salt, or perhaps a lot of salt. If you are interested in doing this spread for yourself, I will put it in the show notes, but again, it was just a first card of where am I in this moment, what is beginning to start within me for that second card, and what do I need to bring into balance. And with that, we are going to segue now into our more magical portion of the episode, and in this segment, we're going to today be really examining the Aries season. And the Aries season typically runs from March 19th or 20th to about April 19th or 20th. And it is the first of the zodiac. And it is a fire sign. So it has that wonderful fiery energy. And its symbol is the ram. In terms of tarot, it is the emperor card, which has to do with that stability, authority, solidness, that foundation. And Aries is a sign of action. It's a sign of movement and determination, yet it's also very playful and youthful. So when you think of this Aries energy, I always think of it as being like this fiery kind of burst of passion and energy that's needed to really start something. So when we kind of examine ourselves in relation to this Aries energy, whether you are a native sun-sized Aries or not. I came up with a few reflection questions that you could do in either like a journal type form or you could do like maybe some uh, just general like meditation or reflection that way or even some art. But my questions that I came up with that you could use are number one, where could you use that Aries energy or that action energy in your life? Where do you need that push to move forward? That initial spark to get something done? And my other few questions were, what are your passions and how are you connecting with them currently? We all have passions, whether they're discovered or still undiscovered. And Aries really encourages us to embrace those passions. So when it comes to this type of question, it's really taking the step back to think critically and examine where your passions are and whether or not are you nurturing them or are you just kind of letting them be and, you know, not giving them some love. If that is the case, this is definitely the time to perhaps take the time to really hone them and perhaps try and at least tune into them. And also, as I said earlier, Aries energy is very youthful. It's very playful. So I was kind of thinking about the question of how do you play in your, in your own life? I mean, as children, we do a lot of playing and a lot of different types of play. But as adults, we still need play too. It's just obviously going to look very different. Play might be something like for us now, physical exercise. It might be doing art. It might be, you know, d It could be a lot of different things. But the question, no matter what, is how are you playing? Are you allowing yourself the time to find a way to play? We need play no matter how old we are. It helps release stress. It helps us to connect better with others in the world. It's something that's so important and it's so innate as children, yet a lot of times I feel like we push it away as we get older because we think either we're not supposed to do it or, you know, we're not, we don't have time for it. So that's another great question that I think a lot of us could consider or reflect on is that modality of play and how do we use it in our own lives? So these were my reflection questions for the Aries season, and I do plan myself to do some journaling. It might turn into like some bullet journaling. I might actually kind of start with journaling and turn it into like a vision board type of thing. Sometimes while I really enjoy writing, a vision board is a little bit easier to help me gather, you know, my thoughts, especially when it comes to perhaps passion and thinking about, you know, what am I really passionate about and how do I want to set a goal to perhaps nurture those passions. So in addition to this uh, reflection portion, I also came up with a little bit of how to kind of go about setting up an Aries altar for the season, if you are interested in that. So right away, the colors that you would probably be really using on this altar is going to be red and pink, as that is the color that is representative of Aries. And you're going to want to perhaps include some fiery items if you're able to, So that might be things like candles or really things that speak to that energy of fire. And you could even use some crystals like citrine or carnelian or orange calcite. Even actually regular quartz is great too, plain quartz. These are all great fire stones. They usually have to do more so with kind of um, ambition and that powerful trailblazing energy that we all need here and there. As for herbs, herbs like cinnamon, clove, ginger, think like spicy, fiery, that kind of stuff. Those are all representative of Aries and that fire energy. There's also basil and peppermint. So if you wanted to maybe adorn your altar with a few herbs, you could do it that way. You could even take candles and rub them down with like a cinnamon clove or like ginger oil and anoint them, which would be a great way to kind of combine herbs and those candles together. Um, Some deities, if you are into that would be Aries, Mars, Brigid, Freya, Shiva as well. I'm sure there are more deities, but those are the ones that I stumbled upon in my endeavors here. And if you're looking to kind of add some Aries symbolism, you can use the Emperor card of a tarot deck, or you could also find the symbolism of the Ram. You might even want to put up things that you are passionate about to kind of help ignite that passion sense within you. And you could even perhaps make a little jar filled with goals or um, aspirations, ambitions, things like that, to also be infused with that Aries energy that you are kind of bringing in. Next episode, we're going to be talking about Aries rituals, and that's going to be involving things with fire, because that is definitely an Aries thing, um, and really kind of kindling passions, goal setting, candle magic, talking about those types of things. But for now, we're going to focus on setting up that Aries altar and inviting in that Aries energy. And if perhaps setting up an Aries entire altar isn't a thing for you, you could still make, you know, little, um, I guess, like nods, if you will, to like Aries energy by maybe, you know, setting up a red candle or perhaps pulling out that emperor card or, you know, making some peppermint tea, doing those little things here and there just to kind of give yourself moments to be mindful of that Aries energy. And remember that it's great to embrace that energy every once in a while. And now we're going to transition to our meditation for this episode. For the month of March, we are with a full moon in Libra, and Libra is all about balance and harmony. I thought we would do a meditation this week where we kind of bring this inner scale and we examine different aspects and we see how we feel that we are balancing. So whether I might invite you to think about your work and Um, you know, home life and how is that balancing? Or perhaps even how about your boundaries or like sovereignty between yourself in relation to others? Maybe even the time that you give to take care of yourself and the time that you give to others, really just kind of examining different aspects within yourself and giving yourself the permission to allow yourself to become balanced and to Acknowledge that it's okay if you aren't balanced and you just need to take some time to work on evening yourself up and up evening yourself out. And that is not an easy process. That is a process that takes time, but this will help you to develop that mindset and hopefully become more cognizant of it in the future. So with that, find a comfy spot and let's get started. Let's begin this meditation practice by finding a comfortable position. Either sitting on the floor, in a chair, or perhaps even lying down if that's more comfortable for you. Finding a position that keeps you at your most comfortable while still being able to maintain a straight spine. Begin to soften your gaze, perhaps even close your eyes, if that's more comfortable for you. Begin to gently exhale all of the air out of your lungs. And once your lungs are empty, begin to take now a gentle inhale through the nose. Filling your lungs and holding it. And then releasing all of the air once more out of your lungs. And then again, with a gentle inhale through the nose. Hold. And exhale all of the air out of your lungs. One more time now. Inhale. Hold. And exhale. I want you to imagine either roots or perhaps energy cords forming at the base of your spine. And these cords begin to travel down your legs into the floor, continuing through the foundation of your home, down into the earth. And these roots or these cords continue to travel deeper and deeper into the earth. And eventually they find a spot and they root themselves. And as these roots or these cords begin to spread themselves out in the earth, you begin to feel that earth energy travel up through those cords or those roots into your body and give you a sense of balance and grounding. Drawing up that earth energy into your body, and allowing that energy to flow within you, grounding you, and helping you to recycle any emotions or any energy that really isn't serving you for your highest good at this time. And now I want you to envision a sphere of energy forming around your entire body. This energy can be any color. And as this energy grows and envelops you, you feel a strong sense of protection and know that throughout this meditation, you will be protected by this sphere of energy. The scale is a symbol of the Libra Zodiac, and it is an energy of harmony and balance. In your mind's eye, I invite you now to envision your own personal scale that will serve to represent your own inner balance. And as the scale begins to form in your mind, Take note of how this scale appears to you. This is your own personal scale. And remembering that balance is different for every person. What is your inner balance is different for someone else. And as we begin the balancing process, I invite you to repeat this affirmation. I give myself permission to lovingly balance my inner scale so that I may achieve inner harmony. And as you have said this affirmation, the scale begins to glow, inviting you to place your hands upon it. And as you do so, ask yourself, what is the balance between my projective and receptive energy? How does your active energy that you release compare to that of the energy that you are receiving? Do you give more than you receive? Do you receive more than you give? Notice now how the scale begins to show its balance. And at this time, give yourself permission to rebalance your inner scale as you see fit. Moving energy from one side to the other to achieve your perfect inner balance. And as you do this, repeating the affirmation, I strive for harmony and balance between my projective and receptive energy. And now I invite you to consider your active versus your resting states. Considering how much time you are active and how much time you allow for rest. Does your scale show that perhaps for you you are not giving yourself enough time to rest? Or is your scale perhaps showing that you could stand to be even more active, taking this time to acknowledge the scale? and then giving yourself permission to rebalance your scale, inviting yourself to change the energy and the balance to reach your own inner equilibrium. And as you do this, and now repeat to yourself, I strive for harmony and balance between my active and resting energy. And as the scale reaches its equilibrium, you begin to feel that sense of harmony through balance. Next, I invite you to consider your home and your work-life balance. And as you think about the home and work, notice how your scale begins to tip one way or another, acknowledging and accepting the scale for where it is in this moment. And as the scale shows your current balance, you are allowed to give yourself the permission to begin to energetically rebalance the scale, moving energy from either home or work to the other, creating a sense of equilibrium and harmony. And as you do this, repeating to yourself the affirmation, I strive for harmony and balance between my home and work life. Next, I invite you to consider how is the energy balanced between yourself and the energy that you give to others. Notice as the scale begins to calibrate itself, showing how the energy that you give to yourself and to others is either balanced or perhaps imbalanced. Noticing which way the scale leans, one way or the other. Accepting the scale for what it is at this moment. And then giving yourself the permission to energetically rebalance the scale. Repeating this affirmation, I strive for harmony and balance between the energy that I give to myself and the energy that I give to others. And now at this time, I invite you to step back from the scale Thanking the scale for helping you to see your own inner balance. And remembering that balance is different for every person. What is your inner balance is different for someone else. Now as I count back from three, begin to bring yourself back to your surroundings, coming back in three, wiggling your fingers and toes in two, giving yourself a little stretch, one, and gently opening your eyes and coming back to the present moment, zero. I hope you enjoyed this Meditation Magic episode. I hope you enjoyed the meditation. As always, please comment, subscribe, like, follow on Instagram. And if you have any feedback, you can always DM me on Instagram or send an email at meditationmagicpodcast at gmail.com. And I always love to hear from you. So with that, stay safe. Stay well, and until next time.